More and more people are moving to cities, and that's going to affect almost every industry. We are very cautious and very aware to make a conscious effort to work with the ecosystem. What can the average person do to take action now? Not one person can change the world, but if we all do a little something different, it might help. Being open to embracing innovation. Know that you can make a difference. A absolutely. There's no excuse not to even do a little bit. Let's go check it out. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning into the Green Podcast. We are very excited to announce our upcoming event, the Green Summit. Be sure to register for your tickets today. We've got an amazing lineup of guests. It's a two-day event in San Diego that we're streaming all around the world with keynote speaker Hap Klopp, the founder of North Face, and uh, really just an amazing lineup of guests all around, amazing companies, all clean tech, sustainable, uh, renewable energy leaders in the space sharing their views, their goals, their vision for a cleaner future. So be sure to register for the event today. Use the code 25 off to get 25% off of your ticket. Again, that's 25 off and that's the Green Summit. Be sure to register today. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Green Podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Welsh, and we've got a really cool guest on our show today, Nick Cantrell, the founder of Green Future Wealth Management. And he's going to talk to us a little bit about investing, but not only investing, investing in ways that is sustainable and good for the environment. And um, just going to share some really helpful tips about what we can all do to put our money to good use and not only make more money from that, but also, you know, ideally help the world a little bit. And uh, that's really where, you know, the Green Podcast came about is just that combination of making money, but also using money responsibly and in a good way to help others. So Nick, thank you for joining us today. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, Dylan. Thanks for having me on. I, uh, I really appreciate it and looking forward to having a chat with you today. Yeah, so you've got a, a pretty awesome background. You're obviously very knowledgeable in kind of the finance space. Can you tell us a little bit about your background in terms of how you got started, where your passion comes from, and ultimately how you started uh, your firm? Sure. So I've been a financial uh, advisor. I'm a certified financial planner, uh, and I've been an advisor for almost 15 years now. Um, although, uh, funnily enough, I have a I have a degree in music education. So if anybody wants to go into this work, don't let anybody tell you you have to have a finance degree or anything or accounting degree or background or anything. I was a public school in music, um, but I've been doing this work for 15 years. I'm actually in the family business in a way. Uh, my father's a financial planner, uh, still going strong. He's almost 75. Uh, we don't work together. He runs his own firm. I run mine. Um, but I really focus uh, at Green Future Wealth Management on investment management and financial planning that helps clients align their assets with their values. And I launched my firm last year in the middle of the pandemic, uh, split off of a much larger firm that I had been a part of, a multi-billion dollar national firm um, that wasn't really focused on, on socially responsible or ESG investing. That's really where my passion is. And I found more and more, you know, as, as you build a niche practice and you start to attract people because you're focusing on specific things. For me, I was focused on sustainable investing, fossil fuel and weapons, divested portfolios. We just started to get tons of referrals for more and more clients who were being drawn to that. And I thought it was just, I thought it was time for me to go out and hang my shingle and, uh, launch a firm and now green future we we really do focus on sustainable investing and planning for clients we don't uh we don't do that exclusively so 
we don't force any particular ethical mandate on people. A lot of times we find uh, a lot of firms will have one or two particular portfolios that they, they sort of force everybody into. We really help clients explore their own values uh, and try to manifest them into their own financial life. And that can be through fossil fuel divested or green portfolios. Uh, but we don't force anybody to invest that way. If there's uh, something that uh, they want to hold on to for some reason, that's that's okay too. Well, that's what I love about, you know, the name Green Future and really, you know, same with us, green is it can go both ways. Some people, they don't really care about the environment. They just want to, you know, have you manage their money and make more, which is fine. You know, that's what, you know, that's what it's there for. But also if you do want to take that, you know, initiative and take that step, you're there to help them, you know, make those financially smart decisions to invest in, you know, sustainable things. Um, are you seeing recently a lot more people kind of wanting to invest a little bit more responsibly? Yeah, the the demand has has just been huge. We get, um, I mean, I was over at a friend's house on Sunday at a barbecue, and I had I was getting. Uh, text messages on my phone. I've got a calendar system on my website where people can book a consultation. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I had I had two initial consultations from people I've never met before that were booked while I was at this barbecue for over the next couple of weeks because um, we're we're just seeing tremendous demand. I really think that the market is really insatiable for the sort of work that we provide which is really deep investment management, asset management, tax planning, retirement planning that incorporates clients' values um, so that you can feel like, hey, I can send my kids to college and put together a, a college funding strategy or put together a, a plan for how I'm going to fund my retirement, but uh, I, don't have to, I don't have to go against what is most important to me uh, from an ethical value standpoint. So. I expect that this is just going to continue to increase. It's obviously, it's it's most common with uh, millennials nationwide. But when we look at our practice, um, you know, our practice is, isn't mostly millennials. And I think a lot of, a lot of firms that are geared towards uh, sustainability do focus on a younger clientele. We've got a ton of millennial clients, but uh, our average client is in their late 50s. So we're, we're seeing demand uh, really across all ages for this sort of values-aligned investment planning and, and financial planning. And I expect that to continue to increase. Well, congratulations on starting your own company. I mean, that's the American dream right there, right? You're at a barbecue, <laughs> you run your own company, new clients coming in left and right. That's, that's really what it's all about. Um, congratulations again. So I guess... Real quick, let's kind of bring it bigger picture. Um, what's one just general sort of tip or financial piece of advice that you would give for the average person who maybe hasn't ever worked with a financial advisor before, but has considered it, or they're managing their own investments, their own finances? Like, what's something that we should all kind of keep an eye on for? And maybe just, you know, if you want to tiptoe in the direction of working with someone like you, what would you recommend? Sure. So there's there's a lot of good free resources. Uh, we we have a ton of free resources and links out to other outside resources and um, educational articles on our website, uh, greenfuturewealth.com. But there's there's a ton of resources for uh, investors that want to do this work themselves. Not everybody wants to work with a financial advisor, and that's fine. 
Um, it used to be about a half a dozen years ago, if you wanted to build a sustainable investment portfolio, you pretty much had to work with an advisor because there were no tools for the do-it-yourself investor. Um, I would encourage people who are just wanting to do some basic research and possibly even manage their own sustainable investing portfolio. There's, there's a great uh, website run by not-for-profit, As You Sow. Uh, they're at asyousow.org. And uh, they put together a, a bunch of different um, a bunch of different websites that are focused on different sustainable investing themes. So they've got one that you can link to right from there that uh, will help you analyze for fossil fuel free funds or weapon free funds or uh, investments that are divested from the prison industrial complex. Now it's pretty tough to look at all of those issues at once using those free softwares and that's that's where you you may want to start working with an investor uh, or financial planner or uh, investment advisor on on helping that but you can do a lot of research you can plug in your existing investments and it'll give you a breakdown of you know how much do you own of uh, of fossil fuel companies how much do you own of weapons manufacturers or really whatever your key issue is there so it's a great way to start getting educated and then if you do want to uh, reach out and work with someone, I'd encourage you to take a look at, there are a couple of different sites that have uh, all sorts of listings of advisors like myself that are engaged in sustainability. Uh, USSIF.org is a great one, U-S-S-I-F. That's, that's an organization that I belong to and a, a lot of other uh, firms belong to it as well if you're engaged in sustainable investing. And they've got a directory of advisors. So you can try to find one in your area a lot of advisors like myself will work with clients nationwide now, uh, so you don't necessarily have to find someone who's down the block, or if there's there's nobody nearby, you can you can pick and choose who you think might be a good fit for you. But those those are a couple of sites, and USF also has some good just educational resources as well. So really, yeah, just educating yourself on kind of what's the best step for you. And I know uh, I've been on your site, and you've got a ton of great resources on there. One thing um, we talked about kind of before we kick things off, which I really thought was cool is you don't have kind of a minimum amount of money that someone needs to work with you. And you, you know, I know you work with a lot of high net worth individuals and when you're running a company, you know, you obviously have to make money and drive revenue and those big clients, you know, are always nice. And it, it honestly takes high net worth individuals investing in, you know, sustainability and renewable energy in general to really kind of make that make it happen for 20, 30 years down the line. But what I like about how um, you don't have that minimum is really anyone can get involved. So you don't have to be a millionaire to start investing in this. You could be, you know, you mentioned an artist, a teacher, a professor, you know, a small business owner. Um, what's like one kind of success story you can share about a client that you've had who just wanted to kind of be a little bit smart, a little bit smarter with you know their finances their investments and we're able to get involved and start investing in um you know some green green funds and sustainability yeah well we've had we've had a lot of clients who have come to us it seems like a lot of clients well a lot of clients come to us after they've inherited money that's that's the reason people uh their finances have changed dramatically because they've inherited some money so uh at that point in time, they typically come in because they said, I inherited money and uh, the person, you know, my dad's old advisor, uh, I told him that I wanted to invest sustainably and he, he told me I was 
and crazy. Uh, and that's a very common story. And so we tend to find that people are gravitating towards us because of, uh, they're, they're just not seeing what they want from the other advisors in the marketplace. Um, and so we've had a number of clients who come to us essentially being told, no, you can't do that. Uh, if you want to do that, you won't make any money. And we help, we help clients put together uh, portfolios that are sustainable, that are fit for their values all the time. We help clients retire all the time. I've already had a couple of clients this year that have put in their retirement paperwork. And, you know, that's, that's actually one of the most rewarding things is to be able to take a client through building up money, accumulating, work out their plans so that they know that they're going to have what they need in retirement and then help them through the, the transition to retirement. They're always so thankful. Sometimes, you know, they, they, buy me gifts, I, you know, I should be buying them gifts because they're clients of mine, but uh, we, you know, they send me little handwritten notes saying how thankful they are that, uh, you know, I helped them do this and helped do it in a way that was authentic where they were being, they were being true to what was important. Um, and to get back to what you had said before, yeah, we, we don't have a minimum. It was really important to me when I launched that we not have a minimum. Uh, I, like I said, I was, I was with another firm previously, a good firm, um, but I did have a pretty high minimum that was a barrier for most people to be able to access it. And I actually think that the work that we do improves people's lives. Um, so I didn't want to create barriers to people being able to do that. And I'm also actually hoping that we can have, you know, a revolution that of green investing across the country. I, I'd love for you know, green future wealth management to be a, a national name and a household name at some point. And, you know, I'd love to serve a million clients. So uh, you can't do that if you're creating barriers for people to be able to dip their toe in the water. Uh, and over time, if you're working hard at helping clients, you can help them uh, become wealthier. And, and that's a good fit for everybody. So it, it's important. Not a, not all of our clients are large, although we do have a, a pretty large number of, of high net worth clients. Uh, but I opened a, an account. Um, I took on a client just a, about a month ago, and he was just opening his first Roth IRA for the first time, putting aside a hundred bucks a month, and I was happy to do that too. That's amazing. And I mean, I know we've got some high net worth individuals in our audience, but also there's a lot of people out there who you know they can be kind of intimidated by taking that first step into you know opening up a Roth IRA or starting to invest and and it sucks when you know it's intimidating so they just don't take that first step at all and they just kind of keep sure. doing and and taking that first step I mean even just having a one-on-one -on -one meeting with you I'm sure people can learn a ton um, and just being more comfortable with okay cool now I kind of get it like I I have a financial advisor and it was very weird the first time I met with her because I was like, cool, you know, all my finances, which like <laughs> be either really embarrassing or really good depending on, you know, where you're at in life. And this was a while ago, so I didn't have anything, you know, crazy to brag about, but I'm sure you see people, you know, of all various, you know, levels of wealth. And, and like you said, you're, if you can help someone, you know, accumulate wealth over time, you have to start somewhere. And that's, that's, I think, a big key to, you know, being smart about your finances. If you're listening to this or watching and you don't really know where to start, as Muhammad Ali says, everyone, you know, who's the greatest was a beginning beginner at one time. So don't be afraid to fail and make, you know, look stupid, but 
you know, it's people like you who are, you know, open to helping people at the beginning that really makes a difference. And especially, you know, down the line, you know, I'm sure you will have a million clients. And if you're helping a million people all invest sustainably, that's going to have a huge impact, not only on making a lot of people a lot of money, but also, you know, a, a big impact on the environment. So really appreciate that. Like that's, I know, I know there's a lot of advisors out there who are like, nah, I don't want to, I don't want to do that. But um, <laughs> It's it's really cool that you do that. So thank you for that. Thanks. Yeah, it's uh, it's my goal to do my part to try to change the world there. And 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 you really you hit on an interesting topic. You know, we talk sometimes with clients about the idea of of money stories and our own personal money story. And we have a lot of clients who, uh, you know, money is a pretty complex topic. It's not just the dollars and cents. And there's a lot of emotions that go into money. Um, Particularly, oftentimes uh, uh, clients come to us when they've inherited money, but uh, it may not be. It may be money from that you got as a part of a divorce. You know, you can have a really uh, complex relationship. I've had clients who inherited money from a family member, and it was through, uh, you know, they owned a, a fossil fuel company, and the, these were environmental activists, and yet their source of wealth came from something that they had a real conflict about. So money is really complex. There's a lot of shame wrapped up in a lack of knowledge about money. We try to focus on financial literacy with clients uh, and with even with non-clients, with, with broader people, we encourage everybody to be, uh, you know, improve their financial literacy as much as possible. Um, but there's a lot of emotional baggage that people come to with their money. And we really try to help them unpack that as much as possible and work with that and acknowledge that it exists. So I think it's part of running a holistic financial planning and investment management firm. Uh, and I think it's really lacking in our industry quite a bit. I think it's one of the reasons that we've seen such a tremendous response from clients. And the reason we get so many referrals is uh, we're, we're treating money, not just in a dollars and cents, not just the ones and zeros, but how it impacts people's lives. Yeah, that's that's amazing, seriously. And and that really does have obviously a huge impact on someone, especially if you know you're managing their their portfolio and their assets for years and they're able to finally retire. You know, that's that's something that they're working very hard towards and are very proud to do and they can finally achieve that. Um, where do you kind of see, generally speaking, like you don't have to give any specifics, but investing in sustainability, renewable energy, clean tech in the future, do you kind of see it continuing to grow or like overall trends from a financial perspective? What are you seeing right now for the future? Um, it, I, think, I think that the trend towards uh, ESG and sustainable investing will continue. There's a lot of, uh, there's a lot going on right now with trying to standardize some of uh, some of the more technical components, like the reporting components of it, we do we do have a bit of a problem in our industry with something uh, called greenwashing, um, and and I think with a little bit better oversight uh, that we can standardize some of you know what does it mean to have a, a sustainable fund or an ESG funder, um, you know can you can can you put fossil fuel free on a on a fund but still invest in uh, coal manufacturers or uh, miners, um, you know, a lot of that is really not standardized right now. Uh, as well as a lot of the reporting, you know, carbon reporting isn't standardized across the country. So I do think that that's a lot of what's going to come out. And, and with that, I think the, the industry will continue to mature. 
uh, I think uh, it's it's something I'm a big proponent of. I'm not fighting it. A lot of times people say, oh, well, uh, you know, advisors or people in the industry would be wanting to fight regulation. No, I, I think that it's I think that it's due. I think that it will help mature it and it will help people uh, have greater trust that what they're receiving has been uh, verified and is actually what they're wanting to accomplish. So I think we'll see that over the coming years. And with that, I think we'll continue to see an increase similar to what's gone in, on in Europe, particularly Northern Europe and Scandinavian countries, uh, where I think we'll get to the point, hopefully sooner rather than later, where the majority of money invested in this country is invested according to some sort of an ESG or sustainability mandate. Right now, it's about one out of every $3. When I started about 15 years ago, it was about one out of every $20. So it's, it's expanding dramatically, and I, I think that we'll likely continue to see that. Wow, that's, that's crazy to hear those statistics. And I think, you know, one big thing is you don't have to go, you know, immediately and invest 100% into sustainability. It's really just taking that first initial step. I mean, not everyone can, you know, live off the grid and, you know, buy solar panels on their house and, you know, buy a Tesla, but it's just those little steps in the right direction that if all of us take those, it adds up over time. So I think, um, you know, we, we will continue to see those trends. And if you're listening now and you're like, oh man, I gotta, you know, pull out of what I'm investing and put it all into sustainability. It's, it's not, you know, it's not really what we're saying. It's just take those kind of initial steps and educate yourself about what's out there so that you can do that if that's what you're interested in. Um, Nick, first off, want to thank you for taking some time out of your day. I know you're busy, you're running a company, you're helping a lot of people. Really appreciate you coming on the show and sharing this information because I know it's information that a lot of, you know, our audience is interested in and wants to learn about. And, and a lot of people are, you know, kind of, not nervous, but don't really know where to start when it comes to, you know, getting into this information. So thank you for coming on the show. And um, where can people go to learn more information about you, what you're doing and get more, uh, more content to, you know, to educate themselves and reach out if they're interested. Yeah, thanks. Uh, the website's greenfuturewealth.com. Um, and, and people who have specific questions, they want to uh, chat with me. I'm just Nick at greenfuturewealth.com. You can shoot me an email. Uh, our website's a great resource. We've got tons of things you can download. Uh, we link out to a lot of other places that we think are great resources as well. We've got a ton of education. If you're, if you're wanting to just learn more, you can sign up for our email list. Uh, you can check out uh, our blog. Uh, we do have uh, a place on there if you want a consult we give free consults you can you can book a, an appointment time just right there on the site it takes about two minutes to do um, and I've got my calendar up there for uh, 30 minute zoom consults for anybody who wants to chat or you can just shoot me an email uh, but that's that's a great way to get started awesome Nick seriously thank you so much for being here um, we'll have to get you on the show and just keep diving deeper into to providing you know our audience with more educational resources about investing in their finances so again thank you for being here thank you to everyone who joined in who listened who watched who supported the show uh, our goal is really to just talk to experts like Nick pick their brain learn more information about what we can do to be a little bit more environmentally friendly a little bit more sustainable ideally make a little bit more money while we're doing it at the same time and uh, just you know be mindful about what we can do to you know 
be aware of what's happening around us and, you know, live a better life, both for ourselves, our family, our friends, but also, uh, you know, nature, the animals, all that stuff. And really it, it all comes full circle. And a lot of it does start with, you know, your money and your wallet and where you spend that. So um, thank you for listening to the episode and we'll see you again on the next episode of the green podcast. Thank you. Thank you.